0: Testing, testing, one, two, three. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm.
1: Good. You sound great. I'm going I'm cool. to turn it up a little bit because somebody complained that it wasn't loud enough. It wasn't loud enough. Oh, not well, loud it, was, enough.
0: it was just, you know, I, was, I had nothing else to
1: do all day. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's what people often say. I'm like, why, why do you listen to the podcast? I'm like, well, I had nothing I else to do, to do all day. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the CrossFit Bath podcast. Uh, joining me this week is the one and only Chris Dagnan. Hello. A.K.A. Socks. Yes. So if people are listening and they're like, oh, I'm not 100% sure who Chris is, the Socks is the clue. There we go. Uh, But most people will know who you are. Chris, you've been a a longtime member of CrossFit Bath. You've been on a podcast with me before uh, that actually predates the CrossFit Bath podcast, was almost partially the catalyst for the CrossFit Bath podcast, which means you are also partially to blame, together with Ollie arm and hammer a few other people that kind of were involved in this um now chris i've got a lot to, a lot of questions to ask you about you know your your history of crossfit bath your recovery at the moment yeah uh but before we get to that a couple of warm-up questions for oh, you and it is cold in here so go on then. I, you said i'm sitting here still melting from the previous workout but you, you've just watched me do it so that was um probably less enjoyable <laughs> maybe not um First question, of course, peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Neither, almond. Almond? Yeah, peanuts aren't nuts, don't like them. Oh, and I forgot to ask covered in chocolate. Would you accept almonds covered in chocolate? Oh, oh yeah, I'd accept almonds dusted
0: in chocolate, covered in sugar, pink, blue, all of that. But almond butter is what I eat at home. Yeah. Right. Sometimes walnut butter with maple syrup mixed into it. Oh, that does, well, sound, that does sound good. Avoid peanuts. You avoid peanuts. Peanuts or peas. Oh,
1: I, you saying, I avoid peanuts. I have an allergy. They will kill me. <laughs> so okay. not threatening no. to kill. No, the no, 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 before. no,
0: no. Just yeah. it's a, peanuts or legumes.
1: Don't okay. Uh, this is a, a question specifically for you. Favorite pair of socks. Favorite pair of socks. Um,
0: I've got a green pair and a pink pair, but I tend to wear one of each. So the pink and green, but pink on the left, green on the right.
1: Is it always pink on the left, green yeah. on the right? Yeah, there is a there is a plan. A, yeah. There is yeah. a plan. Nobody quite yeah. knows what from it hap, is. From happy, what are they called? Hap, uh, wacky socks, I think. Wacky socks. A brand. Yeah, are sock brands are available. Oh, are like they? But wacky socks. If you want to sponsor Chris or me or us as a team, we'll you know we'll happily take that oh. on board, won't we? So you're you've recently had a uh, hip surgery. Yes, a hip replacement. I yeah, suppose. total right hip replacement. Okay. Which leads to this question. If you could have one bionic appendage, what would it be?
0: Well, that's a good question.
1: Uh, uh,
0: uh, uh, I'm thinking back to my um, childhood when I did have a Steve Austin doll. And the eye was good because you yeah. can see for miles. A theme tune, isn't there? Bionic guy.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. And in Bath, you can get some nice vantage points. There you go. Nice. Okay, I like the answer. Very good. Final question. When we make the CrossFit Bath movie, I like that you're nodding already, who are you choosing to play you? Well, uh,
0: you got a choice, I think, or maybe a blend of all three, of Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, or Chris Hemsworth. Oh, really? All, all three of them, I think. Depending on what phase of my life we're in. Something like that.
1: I mean, that is a very bold
0: shout. I like it. I like it. It's the names, not the looks or, you know, the physiques or anything like that. Oh, no. They're, they're just just called, because they called are all called Chris.
1: Okay. So I've gone on a completely different direction.
0: Oh, oh, here we go.
1: No, I think this is nice. I think I'm always nice. But I think this was a nice one because I've gone more for your your gravitas, your demeanour. Okay. I would have picked Jeremy Irons. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can age him down a bit. Yeah. You know, he, hmm. he, he still looks good, but... Mm. You know, I, I think, mm. not happy with that?
0: Well, I, 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 I can appreciate that, but maybe mixed in with Chris Pratt, yeah. Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Pine. Uh,
1: <laughs> okay, this blender's getting getting big. <laughs> Brilliant. Chris, let's move on. Let's move on to your your CrossFit I'm, I'm, career. I'm warmer now. That's good, that's good. Um, I mean, first, we'll, we'll, we'll get it out of the way. Um, we'll ask about the hip. So because I, I suppose we have to thank the hip surgery for you being so bored and so yeah. free that you agreed to come and talk yeah. to me again. Um, so what, what's the story there? Is it a CrossFit injury?
0: No, 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 no. Um, so the way I'm made, is, it's basically the way, the way I'm made. I'm at the edge of sort of normal. There's been a lot of people who tell you that anyway, that the, the top of the femur where, it joined, where, where the ball part is on me that quite thick and the rather than being a nice neat ball shape making hand gestures on a podcast doesn't really help visualize this but imagine imagine a ball if if you've seen one instead of being half a football at the end of my bone it's more like half a rugby ball and it tends to then as the leg moves in the socket it touches and bashes on the edge of the cup and little bits of the cup get broken off and then you have a kind of pestle and mortar effect as it wears away. grinds away at the, um, at the cartilage inside the joint and around 2008 when I was, cause I used to do, I did karate up until I was 30 from when I was a teenager and I was getting a bit of gyp, let's call it that. And, uh, went to see the consultant down at the IUH. Who said, and I quote, Ooh, I've never seen so much damage in someone so young. I was about 40 like, ish at the time. And, uh, he said, you're too far gone to clean it out. When it really starts affecting your quality of life, come back and we'll do a, a resurfacing on it. And uh, probably about two years ago, it started to get to the point where can't run anymore, can't, don't trust it, it gets, it's more sore than not. Um, couldn't go for walks because after about 10 minutes, it's just too sore to do anything on. So basically, I've just worn it out. And they they, they said, in effect, that it would have happened to you eventually you've kept yourself fit and healthy and we've, we we have the technology these days it's not we quite can six, rebuild we him. can <laughs> rebuild him it's not quite six million quid i think it's about 20 grand if you want if you had to pay for it mm. but um yeah good old nhs
1: yeah yeah it, i mean it, it's interesting isn't it because i suppose it's kind of one of those like keeping yourself fit and active will have probably accelerated the process because you're you're obviously using it more and using it kind of uh to a more i don't know extreme than than if you were lazy and lethargic and didn't move but it would still happen to you anyway but imagine it took an extra 15 20 years and you're in bad shape yeah. and they've got you've got to go through the same surgery like that road to recovery is going to be a lot worse than than what you're in now so i, I it's again it's one of those it, it even it's similar to the kind of like all oh, crossfit makes you you know gives you injuries and you're like no probably you've you've got an injury that has been revealed through you being active, and now you can rehab it or deal with it. Yeah. But, you, but like the injury was there. The, the physios I saw
0: I, when I went back to see the um, consultant again, they put you on the hip and knee pathway, which is basically the way of um, stopping you seeing a consultant if there's nothing really wrong with you. And the um, once they realised that oh you've been to see us before, haven't you? Uh, this is telling going through this is not really going to help because you need it sorted. The physio basically said just keep moving, take the painkillers to enable you to keep moving. Mm. Just what, whatever you do, just don't sit around doing nothing. Yeah. So I've, as much as possible, kept myself as active. I mean, I've not done box jumps for 18 months. I've not run for 18 months. I can't, I could still do a full squat, but just not under the loads I used to take because the, the hip couldn't manage it and then I get back issues because the back's compensating for the lack of power in the hip. So, but at least i um, I'm on day 16 and so far the, the back problems have gone away because oh, I'm, I'm not swinging my hip joint around yeah. trying to Combined move my leg because the joint actually doesn't work. Mm. Yeah, all that's
1: gone. I feel like I can hear people at home writing down like, oh, what did Chris have? Okay, next time Ed's like, so anybody who can't run? Anybody who can't do boxing? Yeah, I've got that thing Chris Chris had. Um, I, I, I don't think I can run. Well, the, the, the consultant told me uh, –
0: he says, I'm going to put the Ferrari bit joints in you because you're young, you're active, and we'll put one in that will outlast you. So right. he says, it should be 20 to 30 years in this if you look after it. Just you know, Don't go doing marathons on concrete every day. Yeah. stuff." So that oh, should be all right.
1: Nice one. I'm looking forward to a whole new set of PBs coming out. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take a while. Yeah.
1: And we just sort of hear like... And I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> Can't help but feel like there were some assistance there. <laughs> the hips are revving
0: I've been told by my significant other that I shouldn't mention that I had the opportunity to go on the pilot program where they give you a little bluetooth controller for your pocket and you've it comes with like seven different dance modes but it's only the one side so you end up dancing around in circles in a circle yeah. 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 yeah she said don't tell them that story no. so I
1: won't you said it wouldn't, wouldn't anyway live up to the, the inbuilt dance moves you've yeah. got no. so it would be if, if anything a downgrade yeah. um you mentioned karate. I know that you that was sort of your your go-to fitness for a while, um to a pretty high level if I remember correctly. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, I mean I started as a doing that when I was about 12, 14, something like that. And uh I packed it in the the week I <laughs> discovered CrossFit. But um yeah, I got to third dan level. Used to do courses teaching. Across the country and that yeah, kept me out of trouble for a good 15 20 years
1: then you found crossfit and got right well, into the trouble I just That's got the problem I kind of got
0: I kind of got bored with the karate stuff to be honest and uh, I think that, that there's the essence of most of the patterns and forms and the rest of it you could distill it down to if you're going to get involved in something out in the real world, there's a handful of things you need to know once you know that and you're prepared to um, flip the switch and uh, not be nice. The rest of it is uh, sort of a bit more arty. Yeah. And uh, I just, by the time I was uh, 40, I'd kind of gone, yeah, time to do something else, I think.
1: So how how long have you been doing CrossFit now? Uh,
0: It'll be 10 years in
1: February. March time. Yeah. So yeah. And I, I mean I know you've told me this story before, we've not told it on this podcast, but so how did you discover CrossFit? Well
0: there's yeah. So how did I discover CrossFit? So I live um down in um, Oldfield Park, just round the corner from the old original not the original one, but the from the ones dyke box. And walking around Moorlands Road, there were some posters up on the walls with loads of shops about He's saying something like 15 girls in one day. Was, What's this all about? And it's something to do with some Egypt by the name of Eames. Chris Eames, I think his name yeah, is. I think I've heard of him. It. Yeah. It was, it was raising money for his auntie um, at, at the time. And uh, it's, I thought, oh, no, I wonder what this is all about. A bit of, bit, bit of Googling. And I'd seen people running in, in um, on people's piggybacks around outside the house, doing a lap. Turned out that that was the Gracie Barrow guys doing that, who were the jiu-jitsu people who used the upstairs. Not, not CrossFit. But anyway, And um, so I went round on a, I think it was a Tuesday night, and uh, had a look. And they'd just finished the workout. It was as though everyone was like, just been machine gunned to the ground. You could, you could see through the haze of sweat the, uh, the effort. And when I was a kid and did karate, it, it was hard it was so hard that you couldn't stand up after a class. And I thought, that's what I'm missing. I need that, um, sort of kick up the backside kind of feeling. And, um, I think Shax was teaching then for those of us who are in at CrossFit Bath, he appears every now and again, Yeah, as it, uh, he seems to know what he's doing, but he's got like a new coach to most of us because we never see him. Um, and he was, he was teaching and, um, he, he said, Oh yeah, yeah, this will suit you. And, uh, it's presumptuous but okay. presumptuous yeah <laughs> and uh, so I went home said to Karen the wife I said to, right I'm not paying the um, YMCA anymore I'm not doing karate anymore I'm going to do this I'm cancelling all that if you want to keep going you, you can I'm doing this and um, the um, induction starts on Monday so I'm doing that and that was it
1: but, but did she join you in the end?
0: Um, after threatening to leave me because I wouldn't shut up talking about CrossFit because that's number one rule of CrossFit is always talk about CrossFit number two rule is always talk,
1: always about, talk CrossFit. about CrossFit so, uh, but how long did that take because I, I mean I know she's a member but I just wondered how probably took about two years I think really before she came over and
0: that was because other people spoke to her yeah um, and said no no it's, it's, it's alright it'll suit you I mean, she was in this morning at 6am while I was at making the breakfast and then she dropped me round here so we could c- come and have a chat but um yeah couple of years later she joined yeah nice
1: yeah. and that was yeah like 10 years ago and now and now here you are uh and i mean so that you were saying karate you'd done for how many years Oh, it was probably um
0: 18 20 years something like that 18 20 years yeah, even, at, maybe more
1: at, at what point did you kind of start i mean because you were saying like you kind of you learn what you need to know And then you just sort of embellish, and you spend the next ten years. I'm I'm just wondering at what point did you start kind of getting a little bit tired of it? Uh, And then I'm I'm wondering comparatively with like with CrossFit because I the thing I thing I find about CrossFit and speaking with others, I've kind of echoed this feeling is just the variety. Even though even if it is the similar movements and there'll be workouts that are quite similar, it is just kind of always apart from like a retest. Or, or you know, one of the benchmark workouts, but it's always a bit different and it's, and it, it always pushes you. And it is all, like, you know, you're saying you, you, that time you came in and you saw everyone kind of dead on the floor and, and you still get that. Like even it doesn't matter how long you've been doing it, you can push yourself in a workout and still end up in the same way kind of thing. It doesn't matter if you've been doing Nothing. it. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm just wondering. Basically, Chris, I'm scared. I'm scared you're going to turn around and tell me you're bored of CrossFit no. and you're leaving. So now, that I suppose with the, with the karate stuff,
0: I I got to a point where I'd, I'd been in that world for for a long time and I'd done a lot of I say research, but reading around the subject and different styles and all that, where they, the roots came from, and and you kind of can see that the all the sort of patterns and forms are kind of the export light version of actual fighting. And the real meanings of them had kind of been long, long lost and people have interpreted them in, in different ways. But when you look at you looked at other styles which were much older, you can kind of see, well actually that's really much closer to proper fighting. And proper fighting not being a sort of professional fighter or any of that kind of um self-defence skills and that kind of thing. The bottom line of, of street fight street fight is uh, you can distill it down into a, quite a handful of stuff which is basically uh, if you think it's going to kick off either run away or deal with it and don't stop till, it, till it's dealt with yeah. that's it There's nothing else to it and um, usually it's use your best weapons first, which is your legs and run, run like buggery in case they've got a blade on them yeah, and, but from a, from a kind of sport perspective of you know, can you perform these patterns and forms and movements in a certain way? Yeah, there's always ways to get better and better and better at doing that. The question is, you know, do, you, do you end up thinking, well, oh, it doesn't float my boat anymore and just decided, no, I need something else to to challenge me. I was putting on a lot of weight around that time as well just because it just wasn't giving me the stimulation I, I needed. So going back to your question then, which was a kind of two-part about will I end up like that with CrossFit. I think, for me, CrossFit is all kinds of exercises. And if you take the, the intensity thing, it's the appropriate intensity to do what you're doing, then yeah, you can do a seven-minute AMRAP and be a gelatinous heap. Or it could be a workout like Riley, which is a mile, mile and a half run, 150 burpees, a mile and a half run. The intensity of that is completely different. So you, any exercises you do, in my head can fit into CrossFit I did a, did a workout once in um, Tenerife because I'm sad enough that when I'm holiday and checked out where the local boxes were if you go into Tenerife CrossFit oh I can't remember what its name is I've got a photo of it somewhere there's a nice CrossFit box in a, in an underground car park and the workout was um, I think I think we had to do some um, power snatches then run downhill to the beach take your shoes off swim to the um wave break thing out in the sea swim back run up the hill and do some more power snatches so, and so you go ooh swimming never done swimming in a workout before well why not you know, exercise is exercise and as long as it's done in the in the scope of you understanding what you're doing I think anything goes really
1: yeah. well and I I guess you know like the CrossFit games you see that they always have sort of a swimming workout or a paddle workout that yeah. Sid just gone there was a swimming workout yeah. so and it's true and and actually, I think you're right. Like you might, you know, the people come in and they like fall in love with the barbell and Olympic lifting. And they all they want to do is get a heavier clean and get a better snatch and whatever. And, and it might be that, you know, after five years of, of barbell work, you're like, oh, I'm just getting tired of going through these patterns. Do you know what? I'm going to work on my muscle up or we're going to work on, uh, you know, hands-hand push-up. You, you can just shift across to another element that's still happening within the box it's still training and be like well let me work on that for a little bit there is that variety within and i think you're absolutely right that it's you know cross fit it's meant to be across you got the 10 elements
0: i'm not going to list them all now because i can't remember them i did i did know when i took the test but you got the 10 elements and if you think of it as like a a spider's web and you you want all of those 10 arms to be equally as wide or as big and if you've got one bit that's not quite as as good as an, another one, work on that bit, and try and you should be trying to, in my head anyway, trying to make all of them a, a little bit better yeah. together, or one after rather than being a, a specialist in one bit or the other. That's not yeah.
1: that was like the, the the classic Matt Fraser thing, wasn't it? About like wheelhouse workouts, and he was like, "Well, I train all year to make sure that, that I don't have a wheelhouse. Kind of, exactly. uh, I'm good at everything, and and you know, and obviously we're not all Matt Fraser or even even close but the principle is there isn't it? it's like yeah do we well it's the same like i I like looking ahead at the workouts if there's a if it's a workout with something that i know i hate more than ever it means i'm definitely going to be there because i'm like i know i can't hide from that thing
0: well i can remember you know in the the days of one start you didn't know what the workout was until the first thing in the morning and even then you were there were days when shacks hadn't quite worked out what button to press so it didn't appear on the on the, the, on the blog. blog or website or whatever it was in those days, so you kind of didn't know. But I think it helps in your head to have a view, at least in the day. Ah, oh, right. I'll, I'll eat my lunch early because it's one of these workouts, or I can afford to have a little bit of a later lunch because it's a different kind of workout. Yeah. Those kind of things help you plan plan your day. It does help plan your week, having that sort of uh, week's view of
1: what's 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 coming. And, and it's great to have the whole day to think about how you're going to tackle a workout yeah, and then you start doing it and you realize You've looked at the wrong uh, well no more just like oh this this is so much worse than I <laughs> thought it was going to be right. and it,
0: but it also helps from a, if you're if you're stood in front of coaching and everyone in the class has read what they're doing in advance and had a thought think about it it's an element of your job taking care of, of taken yeah. care of that people are, already understand what you're talking about I've turned up. Having looked at the wrong day and been completely out of it, going, I really need to pay attention here because it's it's not, um, it's not, um, not what I thought it was. Yeah. 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 But yes, the was it unknown and unknowable. Who knew? N- this goes back to my hip replacement. Who knew that ring ring dips and uh, pistols is actually toilet on offs because crutches in that kind of position where your elbows are right above your armpits it's yeah. almost that sort of ring dip position and when you yeah. can only use one, use one leg, leg to you lift, lift with I'll, I'll, I'll allow the um the listeners to
1: visualize the, oh, the very kind the, of the, the toilet on off the toilet on off i mean it is functional fitness there's not much more functional than that is that? you can't get more functional
0: than that no and i must admit from a perspective
1: of being in the position
0: i'm in with a, a not uh, what was a gammy hip but now a brand new bionic one that without the fitness I've got to recover from it how people who have gotten on of that manage yeah. I don't know it's just, yeah, just the simple stuff of being able to get onto a toilet and off yeah. again
1: well if you've got people that previously couldn't really squat like like not back squat with a barbell but just squat down and pick something up out of the bottom cupboard and now they're going to have to squat on one leg and yeah, hold themselves up on some crutches or something. That's
0: yeah. Well, I'm not allowed that's to. Crazy, isn't it? Bend more than ninety degrees at the moment in case uh, it pops out of its pop socket. Out. Um, be interesting. Uh, allow the allow you to visualize visualize that as well. So um, yeah, there's some uh, sort of um, one-legged scales kind of action to get stuff out of bottom cupboards at the moment. Nice, but um, yeah. I mean, you'll be a master
1: there. at pistol squats by the time we well now. Time we come back. Maybe. No, no.
0: But uh, yeah, it's getting there. So yeah. yeah. 10 years
1: something I wanted to return to just briefly uh, We won't go on too long but you had said that you know I'm getting tired holding that mic yeah <laughs> functional fitness yeah um, misspent childhood you, yeah. oh dear you mentioned um, that you'd also put on a bit of weight during the last years of of, of um, karate uh, and you know looking at you now I, I, I wouldn't know I would know because I've seen a before and after picture that you've sent me in the past. Um, So I'm guessing like CrossFit has had a very positive effect on your health and fitness in general. Um, Like for people that don't know kind of maybe how heavy you were when you started. So
0: when I turned up and I I thought I was reasonably fit because I used to go to the YMCA and do the odd class here and there and a bit of machines and like I say, the karate stuff. And um, I didn't realise quite how unfit I actually was, but I was probably about 120 kilos in those days, which is 18 and a half stone, something like that. So I was a big lad. And um, part of the sort of, right, I'm going to do this, was the uh, reading that sort of 100 words of CrossFit. The first bit of it is all about nutrition. It's the pyramid, it's the base of it. So I basically said to myself, there's no point in putting the effort in, in the gym if you're not putting the effort in outside to do the things that everything else sits on top of so I just went home and changed my diet completely and just went right that's it. it, kind of went more or less, I wouldn't say 100% but sort of that paleo kind of just eat proper food, if it's in a packet with a barcode on it, don't have it and just switched completely away from sort of cereals for breakfast to um, vegetables and vegetables and chicken for breakfast and stuff like that just, yeah. Just because Kellogg's convinced us all that um, cereals is the thing to eat, yeah. There's nothing wrong with a bit of bacon or a, yeah. or a or a mackerel or some stuff like that, or even a bit of chicken and some kale.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah I always find that fascinating. I, I used to. Um, actually, I, I, I don't know if my diet's worse now than, than it was back then. But I remembered like years ago, before CrossFit. You know, when I was mostly when I was still living in Italy, that quite often just whatever I would cook for dinner. I would just put some aside and be like, well, that cause I would again start work super early in the morning. And so I was like, I'll oh, just put that and people were like, what did you have for breakfast? I was like, Oh, I think it was like chicken and veg and something. And this kind of, and I mean, in Italy breakfast is a, a brioche and a cappuccino. So like the idea that you would eat chicken and veg. And I was like, well, I mean, again, yeah. Like the same thing who said that we have to have certain things in the morning, certain things that like, like it's, you, it, 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 it's food, right? It's, it's all fine. Don't worry about it. Um, and you know like Rochelle in the Philippines like they have fish for breakfast you know fish and rice for breakfast I mean I'll be honest I can't quite get on board with fish for breakfast but
0: depends well, it depends where I had the tea the night before to be honest as part of because I did my level one a few months back and part of that they test you on um, the zo- zone mm. um, diet which is kind of CrossFit's kind of preferred approach and um, I thought the only way to know what it is and to answer any questions that come up on it is to do it Mm. so i read the book and stuck to it and there's some quite interesting recipes in that because my my breakfast today was what's called a zinga and uh, which is basically you you cook a load of egg whites night before put them in the fridge so they're cold apple ginger um, almonds stick it all in a blender and some strawberries and um, it tastes of apples and ginger and strawberries didn't taste of egg at all and that's breakfast and it's kind of like um, egg white muesli I suppose nothing wrong with that nice but i I probably moved away from the kale and chicken for breakfast these days Yeah. to a bit more um kind of like what's it called phage f- 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 phai or whatever it is the Greek yoghurt alright oh, and mm. all brand stuff like that sometimes I'll have a
1: well because I, I was wondering I'm about that because like crumpets. <laughs> and then you've, you've just lost everyone that was yeah. going oh wow he's so good like with almond it, butter with, on it with almond butter of course and not being about to get it away um no because that that was going to be kind of my next sort of line of questioning then was going to be like yeah you know 10 years ago you went all in diet training all of that but then has that maintained over the 10 years or like you know or or did kind of you you know what I mean? Like, we, we get in, we're super eager with everything. Yeah, hundred percent. And then, it, like, life just bad habits creep back in, kind of thing. But it sounds like you've actually managed to.
0: Yeah, I'd say still gen- kind
1: of generally keep an eye on the you nutrition. Know, and- you can't
0: be um, what's his name that um, um, the film thing. You know, eight percent of the time it works, hundred percent of the time, kind of quote or whatever it is. That, so, you know, am I hundred percent always on point? No. Am I most of the time doing most of the right things? More or less. You know. Do I go on holiday and come back four kilos every year? Yep. You know, was it only a weekend away? Yeah, sometimes. But does that does that mean that uh, within a week or two you've, you've sorted it all back out again? So generally, I've got probably a, a much better idea what I'm what I'm eating than what I used to do. I used to have like, you know, large fish and chips every week and while I was waiting for them to to put it in the paper i'd have a battered sausage in the chip shop you know and nowadays i probably have a small portion of of posh fish and chips from the moorland road place once a month and it's that kind of kind of difference and just being aware of how you feel and and if you want to perform and actually do anything uh, even the simple thing for me is pull-ups you you can do four or five strict pull-ups once I've had a weekend away and come back again, oh, that's getting heavier. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's weighted pull-ups. Oh, I don't need yeah. any weight, man. I've uh, added,
1: I've added four kilos. Don't worry, guys. Yeah.
0: So generally, I think once you've kind of changed your mindset of your, and, and your kind of assumptions around what, you, how you think about food and exercise and, and all that, and you kind of reset your, um, thinking and assumptions, then, it's kind of like crossing the rubicon once you've done it there ain't no going back
1: yeah yeah it's tough um it's like i use um, some sort of like my fitness pal to track yeah. stuff uh, and and i'm not i'm not super like you know i've got to make my macros or anything like that it's, i just find it interesting i just i just find like having the knowledge that like this whole meal i ate was like you know meat veg and all of that and it's like 6 700 calories and this donut is 450 calories like it 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 does make it more different and it's not that i will never have that donut but it just makes me more um conscious of when i'm gonna have it And being like do i really want this like am i I doing this because maybe i'm you know it's socially and we're all together and this is just a nice thing or is it just like oh i just want a donut for no reason and and it's much easier for me to go you know i'm gonna skip
0: and also Adding that and thinking of donuts in particular, which is you know, sugar with sugar on top, with extra sugar injected into the middle of them. If you have a jammy one, is understanding this kind of sugar is itself is that kind of drug that we kind of don't talk about. And, and now having the, the knowledge that actually sugar's sugar really is bad for you. And um, I remember seeing something on the on the telly about people's teeth, and from the from the sort of sixteen hundreds and earlier probably a little earlier than that, people's teeth didn't fall out. People didn't have black teeth. But it was only when we discovered sugar that everyone's teeth started falling out and we started having problems because um, it's bad for you. It just, it's not good. So having that understanding that actually if, you, um, if you're if you eating sugar, your insulin spikes and therefore you don't want to be doing that. You want to keep things nice and steady, which is where the zone diet stuff comes from. Yeah. It's bas- basically stay in the sort of non-insulin spiky zone or something. You, you, pretty you, sure that's you, the way they word it. Yeah, right. <laughs> something like that. You 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 end up thinking to yourself, well, actually, if I the stuff I'm eating is the right kind of thing because it fits into this more you know healthier types of food, and you feel better. I think as a, re- a result of doing it, doesn't mean you don't have a couple of pints every now and again. Yeah. And,
1: I guess it's it's all about balance. It's it's the same of like you know you work out you know four or five times a week or whatever, and then there's going to be a week that you're. You know, you take a week off to rest. Just to, it's not that like you come back to the gym the following week and you suddenly can't remember how to snatch or to do a pull up or anything like that.
0: I've been working. I was working out up until the day before I had my hip replaced. Um, I had a week out of the box just to isolate to make sure I could actually have the operation without catching anything oh nasty. I, there's, allegedly, there's some germs going around or something. And um, so I, I've got a turbo trainer at home, so I was doing a, some bike for a, for that. And then for the last two weeks, so we're now in week three. All I've been doing is the rehab exercises, which is basically sitting down a lot, walking around a bit, doing some exercises, which is not particularly strenuous, just to keep the joint moving and allow it to start bonding back together. Which is part of the reason I'm in today. Is to have a, I've been having a chat with Emma about what exercises to do to start building, moving forward, and come in and do some upper body stuff and start doing some something active. It's uh um yeah, just keep keep moving. I kinda of forgot the thread of where I was going with that, but you know, it's all about yeah, so it was keeping moving, but that's it. so even in that, that last couple of weeks, I've gone through a box of mince pies every now and again, you know, i have a not not a box of mince pies every now and again, but over the fortnight, box of mince pies. It's, you know, you've got to gotta to feed yourself if you're healing, haven't you? Oh yeah. So I'm fully conscious that I've Put a couple of kilos on in, in that few weeks, but that's fine. There's other things going on, and as as we move forward now, it'll start to we start to turn the dial back in the right direction, and that's part of that sort of you know eighty twenty.
1: Yeah, and and I think it's important to have. Like, and I and I think that's where again you having you know ten years of experience doing this, and then having changed your diet, and obviously have had, had you know ups and downs with as you said like weekends away or you know holidays and things like that. You know. Yeah, it's okay to put on a bit of weight because it's easier for me to get back to where I was than it was in the first place. Whereas I think what happens with a lot of people, isn't it, is like, you know, oh, I made one mistake, like not a mistake, but they view it like a mistake. It's like oh, I ate too much, and then it sort of it just keeps rolling on to that. Then they you know skip training. I'll start on, Monday, start on Monday. Start on Monday. Just give up, but um, but actually, it's much healthier to say, you know what. Yeah, why not have a little break now? Why not have a little treat here? Why not do that? You know, in the grand scheme of things, over the next ten years, this weekend isn't going to have a huge impact on. And, well, uh, depending uh, on what you do, that what means. you do. But
0: uh, <laughs> and it's interesting when you say have a little treat because often I find these days that what you what I used to think was a treat, having had it, you don't, want, you, don't you don't enjoy it at the end of it. You kind of going,
1: Oh,
0: I feel yeah. terrible now after it. it I love um,
1: Belgian buns and i had one the other day and i felt so sick afterwards i was just like i can't and honestly it was just it's too sweet i was just like this is too sweet i can't handle it and and that was devastating try the
0: new, try the new bakery um by the Locksbrook. book yeah very nice mm. but yeah i i find some some stuff these days you think actually not, i not i don't i don't want that anymore mm. you know
1: yeah which is it's good ultimately, right? But some but I find like I find sometimes we're always trying to like convince ourselves we do still like that stuff. We're like, no, I do still want to eat half a cake. I love it, but but yeah, I, I'm I've done 'cause I think people say to me like, Oh, with kids at home like with kids at home you've always got snacks in the house. But I'm actually like that's not my problem was always ice cream. It was just like I, I love ice cream so much and i would just eat so much ice cream. Have you seen
0: the new mochi ice cream just? Oh, that- They're like like there's little Japanese mochis with ice cream in the middle of them. Oh, really? And they come in little, get them from Sainsbury's, other supermarkets are available. Little, you get six in a little box. They are lush.
1: When I'm deciding to treat myself, I might go and and, and try that. But like when I had, you know, after after COVID, I've really struggled to kind of get back in like my, you know, I have asthma again after 20 years of not having it and stuff. Uh, And it really messed up my training. And so I doubled down on like diet. I was like, well, if I can't train as hard, I can improve. And I think I lost like four kilos in a, just over a month. And
0: it's the it's not the it's not the foundation at the bottom of the pyramid for nothing.
1: I know it's always been my my weak point. And I do I do wonder. And again, it's interesting speaking to someone who's been across CrossFit for a long time, because um, I like you. You know, you you keep speaking of it as the foundation of the pyramid, and I kind of wonder how many people. That do CrossFit now even though there is a pyramid? Do you know what I mean? Like they've gotten into CrossFit as, as CrossFit's become more popular, more and more people have gotten into the training side of it, the competition side of it, and I do wonder if the the nutrition and the like kind of lifestyle side is as promoted or as clear for some people now as before. But um, you know, maybe maybe it's just me. I suppose I it, was,
0: it depends on the what the what the box itself wants to. Promote and that kind of thing. I think we've got the poster up in the in the sort of lounge area now with the, with some of that stuff on it. So while wow, so everyone's sitting there drinking yeah, their coffees, drink the coffee, eating their and cakes, they and, can look the This is protein protein bar, isn't it? <laughs> um, that's that stuff there. But I think some people some people get into it for all sorts of different reasons. And there's you know seven to seventy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That um, I mean, when I started, it was to change change how I was a bit and i did a load of uh, competitions in the kind of masters stuff I was, um even then i was no youngster not not to win anything but just to go and have the experience and i recommend it actually if you you know to be on the dance floor as as Christine's would call it uh, and out there on the dance floor um representing box um doing doing your your thing in the middle of it it's it, it's an experience and uh you know, being the only one out there doing uh, split snatches because that's all I could manage you know, old school there's nothing wrong with that um, f- for anyone who's thinking oh there's a because our box will do competitions between the two and there's all sorts of little competitions going on if you're not sure like the Open's coming up yeah, so for me for, as a, with with my new hip replacement is I, my intention is to sign up for the Open and do whatever scaled versions yeah, of their adaptive categories <laughs> you know and 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 get involved because it, it does give you a little, a little edge it's not the only feature but I think it does focus the mind
1: Yeah, I always look at the Open particularly the Open as like a good kind of measuring because I'll never push as hard in a workout as I will during the yeah. Open so it's always nice just to see oh, okay I can I could have done that like maybe there's a workout that in the box I choose not to do Rx at the Open I'll do it Rx and I'll be like oh so I, I could have done it mm those other times but it probably you know I wouldn't have done it because it would not be the right stimulus for my weekly training yeah. versus a one-off you know really push it for the open kind of thing um, and I think this open is going to be really interesting because you know last year we were all at home this is going to be the first year we're all actually able fingers again, crossed back eh? in the box yeah fingers
0: crossed <laughs>
1: so um, yeah looking forward to that
0: so, so there's only a three week one I think this year as well yeah, right?
1: yeah. So which is better i much yeah. prefer that and back system.
0: in because when I Started five weeks. I just missed the open. I think it was the month before I joined, so I must have joined in March, because then it was in February, yeah. and it moved to later in the year for a few years, and it's gone back to, yeah. gone back to the the February time. So um yeah, I think I'll be in a position where I can do. I should be able to have a go at Something. most, at least put some scores on the doors, and uh I think that that will be my tenth one in a row. Nice. Being as a, there were two in one year.
1: Ah, yeah, because they, they there was the one in February and then it moved to October. yeah October. So they actually technically kind of two in one year. And then, and then obviously it then there was the last one that they did in in November that then shifted to February. So you had one quite quick. Um,
0: to be honest, even if I just turn up, do one rep of something, and have a valid score to maintain my unbroken record, yeah. and just That's come and right. join in, do some even doing some judging is good fun as well because it you've got to know what you're looking for to be able to tell someone else that don't count you ain't gone deep enough no rep rep. or the power when when you've got a clipboard in
1: your hand Right. Well, I normally I would finish asking kind of what are people's goals, plans, but we've just had that. So that's great. Well, thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I appreciated the other day receiving multiple messages throughout the day with your feedback on a variety of episodes that I'd done. When you're lying in bed
0: waiting for your legs to start working again after an epidural, ladies, I can fully appreciate the joys <laughs> of the needle going in your back. Um, the rest of it I've got no experience of. Then um, what else do you do with your time? Then listen to the excellent... CrossFit Bath Podcast, and that other one
1: whose name escapes me. chat. Yeah, that
0: one. Oh, thank you. Yeah, both brilliant. I'd recommend them.
1: Great. Well, now we know what the clip is for this week's episode. (laughs) Just that on loop. Excellent. Well, thank you, Chris. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, And we'll be back again next week with another episode of the CrossFit Bath Podcast.